Hello, listeners. Today on the Cougs and Sport Management podcast, my guest is a 2005 WSU Sport Management alumnus who has worked in multiple sport franchises, ranging from the Phoenix Coyotes, the Dallas Cowboys, the San Francisco 49ers, and currently the San Francisco Giants. Please welcome Ryan Bates. Thanks for taking the time today, Ryan. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. So although it was four months ago, uh, congratulations on your new role with the Giants. I saw on your LinkedIn that you were, you know, you've been there seven years now. Yep. But congratulations on that. And what new roles come along with your promotion from being a manager to director of partnerships? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a weird time to, to be promoted because um, we're also in the middle of a, obviously a pandemic and, and we're cutting staff um, and things like that. So, you know, essentially what happened was, was our SVP uh, or our VP of, of partnerships um, had moved on to a new opportunity in Detroit with the Pistons. Um, and the, the, the age of backfilling uh, right now is, is a challenge. So trying to just kind of pit, pull the pieces together internally is, was frankly a cost-effective option uh, for the giants, I think. And, you know, it allowed me career growth. So, so yeah, so I'm, you know, obviously on the overseeing the sales team now um, there's a small but nimble uh, partnership sales team that is out there selling, you know, new business, but also, trying to realize revenue uh, in the age of COVID when we don't have fans or won't have as many fans in the stands. Like, how does that, how do we do that? So, uh, so the, the partnership sales team, uh, there's, there's a total of four of us that are out there kind of hitting the streets, if you will. And then, so for spring training or anyone traveling at all, or is everyone still working remotely? Yeah. So everyone's still remote, um, you know, from a, on the business side. Um, so actually randomly one of, one of the, the guys on my team, is living with his dad and, and their family down in Arizona. Um, he left to, you know, let his lease go in San Francisco and it was just going to, Hey, I'll figure out a new lease when we are back in the office. So he's actually in Scottsdale, which works out nicely that we actually do have somebody on the ground. We don't necessarily have to have that. It's, it's a nice to have, not a have to have for us this year with, with such small attendance, we're only at 5% capacity, uh, for spring training, which is about 500 people. Um, there at Scottsdale stadium. And then, you know, so not a lot of concessions. It's a lot of, you know, managing, making sure that the few partners that we do have that are going to, you know, be at games are, are well taken care of that are there in their seats, obviously socially distanced from everybody, which is pretty easy to do with 500 people. It's pretty manageable. So. I noticed that in, when you're at WSU, you worked in Mark uh, athletics marketing. And then after that, pretty much everything has been primarily sales oriented. What, what made this way? What had you make the switch and why did you make the switch to sales? Yeah. So it's all, I've always kind of been in the, either the sponsorship or ticket sales world. Um, the, you know, I, a lot of, you know, frankly on the marketing side, when I worked in athletic marketing, a lot of what we were doing was kind of sponsorship fulfillment. You know, it was, who was giving away the, the promo item of the game or, you know, if it was, the coup that was sponsoring zoo crew or things like that. Um, I was one of the initial folks of zoo crew. So I take full credit for that. Uh, <laughs> not really. <laughs> they're, they're, but I think like that. So, so there was a lot of that, that, that we, I understood the world of, of like, Hey, to get things done um, in marketing, to get a marketing budget, you had to have partners be part of it. And so um, I really, again, I wanted, I'm a baseball guy at my core. And so I, I'm just kind of how it, how it ended up working out where I got my internship in Tampa with the Rays, uh, double Rays at the time. And then in, in the sponsorship department. So that's just kind of how it happened to be. 
And it really was marketing and sponsorship are really attached to the hip. And I think they still are to this day uh, of the Giants where I'm at now. Um, but, you know, certainly it wasn't in Tampa. Um, and, you know, I think realizing that, that, you know, the money also is in sales. Um, I was in the activation, sponsorship activation world for my first six, seven years in the industry. And then, you know, moved over onto the, the premium seating sales side with the Niners and now on the sponsorship sales side, um, going into my geez, eighth, eighth opening day uh, with the Giants. So uh, sales is, it's, it's a, certainly more of a grind, but it is also where the dollars are, to be frank. <laughs> so, yeah. Sure. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, you baseball guy to your court. So in college, did you know that that's where I want to be? I'm going to be working in baseball? That was the hope. I mean, I think I, I was doing, I was job shadowing up at Western Washington University, um, my sophomore year of high school. And I was like, yep, I want to be in sports marketing. I, you know, I'd like to do this for the Mariners or be in baseball at some level. And Washington state was really the in-state sport management program. So, and I was, you know, fan of the Cougs anyway. So I was like, yeah, let's go to WSU and, you know, getting into athletics and being part of, you know, the marketing department. I was like, yeah, baseball is, is definitely where I'd like to be. I'm, you know, um, that's my number one sport. I think working in the NFL was a ton of fun, just different. Um, you know, baseball is 162 games and 80, you know, 81 home games. It's nights and weekends and all those things. Like a lot of people, my friends think I'm crazy. Cause it's just like, I'm at the ballpark all the time, but at the end of the day, I'm at the ballpark all the time. Like, I'm, you know, that's not a bad, not a bad gig, uh, in my world, especially in, you know, in San Francisco, like the giants are, are such an iconic team that, you know, my wife calls it a high school football game because there's always somebody there. Um, whether it's someone I went to college with, someone that I used to work with, um, just friends from the city, whatever it might be, there's always someone in the ballpark. And with 81 games, like there's a good chance I'll know people most of those games somewhere in the ballpark. So I try to get out of there as quickly as I can if I, if I can avoid it, uh, knowing that I, I can get stuck there pretty easily. So yeah. Well, then as you were kind of saying, just, you know, day at the ballpark, uh, you know, which teams do you root for then? I mean, you've worked for so many different ones. You are from Washington. Like which teams do you now root for? That is a good question. Um, I am a mercenary. So I, I am a fan of whoever writes my paycheck um, <laughs> first and foremost. So uh, all my buddies that were, you know, that are all diehard Seahawks fans when I went to work for the Cowboys and then right immediately after that to the Niners was my, my 10 year high school reunion was super awkward. Uh, because I was working for the, the, the enemy, if you will. But, um, I, you know, honestly, I want my friends to be successful. So I, I root for, you know, any and all teams that I have buddies that are working there, you know, like I, my, I'm getting off the, you know, when I'm done with you, I'm getting on a phone call with my buddy at the Red Sox. And like, so I want him to be successful. I won't, you know, even watching playoff football, I literally have to go through and it's like, you know, who do I know and in which team and like, I have some buddies at the Bucks that they've sucked and they like all of a sudden they roll into getting, you know, Tom Brady and everything else. And now, you know, I'm excited for them to get rings because it is, you know, when you're an employee of the team that wins a championship. A, it makes your job a lot easier, but B like, it's just an exciting fun time where, you know, I have a world series ring uh, just like the players do. And, you know, I think things like that, like those types of perks are why we work in the industry is, you know, we want to be a, around a winning franchise, however that is. So, I, I there, there's not, it's not an easy answer, but, but I, I'm a, a fan of a lot of teams, uh, if I have friends that are working there. So, which, which makes it challenging. Cause there are some times where I'm like, 
I have fans of the, you know, I got one of my good buddies, the Packers, one of my good buddies, the Bucks. And I'm like, when we're playing each other, I was like, well, who has a ring and who doesn't? So that's where like, that was where my allegiance lie. So, yeah. uh, but it, but it is a challenge. Cause like, I mean, even from going from the Cowboys to the Niners, um, I was in one suite with clients for, working for the Cowboys, knowing my bosses that I was, you know, I was already talking to the cow to the Niners. Um, my bosses were two suites down for me. So it was a challenge, like just that game alone to root who to root for, because I, you know, I'm in San Francisco, I'm going to work for the Niners in, you know, in a few months. And, but I still work for the Cowboys now. And frankly, we got to fly back on the team charter and it's a really long flight back to Dallas if you lose. So um, there's some of those that that was probably the weirdest instance of like, who do I really root for? Um, Because I knew I was also going to be on the sales side. So the you know, the Niners were doing well, it was going to help me um, down the road on the sales side, which luckily they, I got there at the right time and they were dominant, um, for those few years there, like 11 and 12, 13, et cetera. So. Yeah. Easy to market a team that's winning. Exactly. It's that's seriously, everyone says it's the best marketing strategy out there is winning. So, <laughs> but yeah, like you kind of mentioned it about your favorite part of working in sports is just, you know, the winning, the, that kind of stuff. But what else, like, what is the true passion that comes from working in sports? I mean, I think it, it is just the fact that it, sports are so communal. I mean, it, we like, it sounds sappy to say the giants, but we're like, we're not a, like we have, we have an ownership group, but it really, they, they view the giants as, as a part of the community. And so everything we do is based on like sponsorship, like, okay, what does this do to help the fan experience or help our junior giants program? Or like they, you know, there's a bigger, it's, it's more than just the, this business. We want this business to be successful. We are a part of the community and somewhat of a representation of the community. I mean, I think, you know, the giants certainly are that in the city of San Francisco. We were the only team in the city for, you know, the Niners left and the Warriors weren't with us yet. So we were San Francisco. And I feel like, you know, the giants are somewhat quintessential San Francisco. Um, so I, I love that kind of sense of community of, of, of the, the team, especially when you're winning, obviously, the hot dogs are hotter, the beer's colder, like all the, like everything's great and rosy. And, but I think at the end of the day, having a team with, with history and tradition is a lot of fun to work for. Um, but as an industry, I think it is, you, you're able to um, reach out to people just based on their fandom. I mean, like there's, I've gotten deals done with CEOs that, you know, their marketing people are like, why did you sign this deal? And well, I'm a huge Giants fan. <laughs> like there's some of those things that you, you tug on the heartstrings you know, just like, frankly, you do with alumni at WSU or, or elsewhere to say like, Hey, who, who can we work with? That's going to be a, an, an advocate for me. Um, and finding those things on the sales side for me, is really important, but having, you know, it's, it makes it a, a lot easier phone call on the sales side to say like, Hey, I know I saw you're a giants fan. I saw you were at a game or whatever it might be. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a little bit more fun that way. And, you know, and again, at the end of the day, like I'm picking up the phone and talking baseball um or football or whatever it might be or hockey hockey in the desert was a little tougher working for the phoenix coyotes i you know have some friends that are still there but that was that was a, an uphill battle uh working for the for, for, yeah. for a hockey team in the middle of the desert so yeah just tell them that it's the only place to go cool off exactly exactly like i mentioned you from your linkedin you've been worth the giants about seven years 
do you still kind of, you know, shop around, like look, just not even shop, but just look around at other positions. I mean, for myself and others, that's all we're doing is looking for jobs right now. Uh, is that something you still do? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, if you're not moving forward, you're, you're not, you know, you're not moving. Um, like I, I just feel like you have to continue to, to look for that, whatever that next opportunity is, you know, it could be at the giants. And I, again, I just got promoted to director, so I'm not actively looking, but I think you always listen. Uh, I don't think it hurts to listen at all times in, in your career. Cause you don't know what the other, you know, what other opportunities are out there. You know, what I've found is, is obviously there's some resources, teamwork online and those types of websites. A lot of, a lot of teams of giants being one of them use that, that site, but um, but also getting in with recruiters and, and having like some advocates that are going to bring you opportunities um, is not a bad place to be too. And that's really, so I wouldn't say I'm actively on teamwork or anything like that at this point, but I certainly if a recruiter calls and, and has an opportunity, I'll listen. Um, you know, it's hard now with a wife and two young kids to figure out what that next move is. It was easy for me to be like, okay, cool. I'm at the, I'll go to the Cowboys for a couple of years. I'll go to the Niners for a few. Like now that that move needs to be a, you know, a bigger move. I mean, one of my good buddies is at SAC FC and they were supposed to be an MLS and he got the job. He, he moved there to be their CRO. And then they, you know, Friday just came out that they're not going to be an MLS team anymore. So he's kind of left like, uh, I just moved my whole family. He's got three young kids and like, you know, so there's some of those things that, that is a risk. Um, but I think sports is a small industry that once you kind of know people, you also like, you know, they're going to, your, their phone will ring. Uh, if, if you're good in the industry and people, you have a good name and a good reputation, your phone will ring. So. Okay. Uh, and then what is something that you wish you knew entering the sports industry that wasn't taught in your sport management classes? That's a good question. I mean, I, I really enjoyed, I always say like my, the best classes I took at, at school were doing the practicum work that I needed to do. And and uh and the internship after uh you know i i did my internship a little funky where it wasn't the last thing i did i petitioned to do it early because i wanted to do it in baseball season i had the internship in tampa but i think those those jobs were so like just even working like i, I was in like um operations for like the soccer for during the women's soccer season or whatever and it was like okay this is interesting not something i want to do long term but at least i know that like you kind of like were able to try different things i think you know, um, I, I always go back to, I had a, like a sport econ class. And so it wasn't even necessarily sport management mandated, but it was part of my business minor. And um, I, you know, the professor, I, I liked him, but you get into the real world of what things are actually like. And it's, it's just so different than like what a, what a book is telling you it should do or, or what, you know, what the business of sports is really like until you're into it, in it, it, it's hard to, it's hard to teach that stuff. So I think having, the, you know, the wherewithal to have, you know, force everybody to do an internship and get like, get outside your bubble, outside the bubble of Pullman, I think is, uh, was super helpful for me and really led to where I'm at career wise today. Um, because I was able to get so much work done on campus that led to an internship off campus and, and we progressed from there. So does someone have to choose a route right when they enter the sports industry, or do you think it's, it's reasonable to, go try out something at entry level and then kind of keep jumping from marketing to sales or sales to marketing. It, it can be. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of times you're going to open the, you know, you open your door doors, probably the easiest in the ticket sales world, not, not today, but, but, you know, soon when sweet things are opening back up, I think ticket sales is typically kind of the entry level 
there's not a ton of entry, you know, there's, there's some entry level marketing jobs, but that's a little bit, you know, it's a lot easier to get in with an organization. And as opportunities come up, you're able to move, um, you know, internally. And we have (laughs) mainly one of the guys that started in ticket sales for us is now like our, you know, senior director of IT. So like it, it, it is kind of getting that foot in the door. If, if there's an organization you want to, you want to be with, I think, um, you know, you don't have to be, you're not pigeonholing yourself by taking one job or another. Um, so, especially if you're in minor league sports, like you're doing it all. Like, I mean, it's minor league sports are, you know, I think really interesting because you can, you might be tarping the field and selling tickets and, you know, working on a backup popcorn machine and selling sponsorships to, the local barbecue restaurant like there there's something to be said for that too which is like kind of quintessential americana like minor league baseball is like like i love minor league baseball i hold you know my time like when we had a minor league team in bellingham it was amazing like i loved that stuff so um so it just depends on on the opportunity but i think a lot of times you're you're not really pigeonholing yourself i think getting your foot in the door is the best thing you can do and and then taking it where we're you know kind of leading um you know to take that opening and, and, and make it what you will. You can realize, Oh God, I don't want to be in ticket sales anymore. Get me the hell out of here. That happens. Um, or like, I'm really good at sales. I can, if I string this together, I can make some good money doing it too. So, um, so there's, there's opportunity. Like I said, uh, as long as you get your foot in the door, that's the biggest piece, um, and get your name out there and, and start inter, you know, in integrating in with other departments is really the, the easiest way to do that. Um, so not just sitting at your desk and making phone calls, but it's getting up and working with other departments and seeing what, what is this, you know, what does marketing look like at the giants? What does social media look like at the giants? Like they're, you know, um, and, and understanding like, God, I want to be part of that or man, I really don't want to be part of that world at all. So, um, the more you can, um, get to know other people in, within the organization, the more advocates you're going to be down, you'll have down the line, whether it be there or as you're looking elsewhere. Like how should people start at this time getting in like to those entry level foot in the door positions to work in sports? Where should they be looking? Well, I think right now, I mean, it, it is teamwork online because there's just not a ton. I mean, normally you'd have kind of an inside sales season um, where you're going to bring guys and gals in, you know, in January potentially to start selling tickets like for the Giants. You know, we, we kind of have like a what we call like an inside sales class. So you'd have, you know, and, and most teams do that. Um, most teams will have not as much in the NFL because tickets are a different commodity in the NFL, but a lot of, you know, NHL, NBA, MLB certainly will have ticket sales, like inside sales classes. And then you're there for a year, maybe two years in inside sales. And then you figure out, okay, great, I'm going to move into season ticket sales or I'm going to move into, premium and I'm sell luxury suites or whatever it might be. And then you kind of find your path that way. Um, so I, I, I think teamwork is probably the best right now uh, because there's just not a lot out there. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I feel bad for you guys that are going through this right now. Cause it's just, it's not the easiest time to find a job um, in sports or in, in a lot of industries um, and sports certainly being one of them where we cut 11% of our staff um, mid pandemic. And some of it was just, we've had, you know, we had a lot of people there that were there for a long time and it was their time to move on. But, but I think a lot of it is just like, Hey, we need, you know, people are looking for ways to, to cut um, right now. But when we get back up and running, I feel like teams are going to need to ramp up really quickly. Um, And when they do, they're going to need to hire really quickly. So I think being, you know, 
if there's a job opportunity, then reach out, you know, certainly on, on whether it be LinkedIn or teamwork and then find an HR person, find an email to an HR person and follow up and say like, Hey, you know, saw this opportunity applied online. Just want to make sure you got my resume. It doesn't hurt to do those things. Um, and then certainly, you know, if there's, if there's a way to, to use the network of, of Google on, I mean, there are, there, there's a bunch of us out there as you're, I'm sure going through this. Um, and we want to be help, you know, help in any way we can as well. So whether that's, you know, we're hearing about other opportunities or we know, you know, we're going to be hiring down the, you know, in the next couple months or whatever it might be. So um, those would be kind of some of the keys for me. What would you say is your, one of your favorite memories from working in sports at, at WSU? Working on campus at WSU? Like yeah, just work. Being, yeah. Um, well, I, you know, I loved, I loved, um, I loved football season at, at WSU. Like it was, you know, I joked that I never really went to a game because I, I worked. I mean, I, I started my internship, you know, in athletic marketing my sophomore year. And that's, you know, so every football game outside of my freshman year, which I kind of remember going to some of those games. Um, but it's, you know, sophomore, junior, senior year. Um, working in those games, sitting next to, to Professor Johnson is he's on the PA and like, you know, talk, I just, there's something about Cougar football Saturday that I just, you can't, you can't put your finger on. And I did my claim to fame in what would have been Oh four. I Apple cup Oh four. I ran the game day flag out of the tunnel because it was like, it was a long, it's a long story, but it, it is, I, I did, I did run. I led the team out with the game day flag you know like playing it was 04 god it makes me feel really old to say that number but anyway so that was so that was also you know but I, again i think cougar football saturday being part of athletic marketing being like either press box or down on the field and just kind of feeling the energy in the in the in martin stadium is I, you can never replicate that i mean i've worked worked games at cowboy stadium been on the field for national championships and other things like it's something different at WSU. like i, I can't I try to explain it to people unless you're there and you feel it for yourself. It's just so different. So. Yeah, I, I agree completely. Uh, yeah. It's just uh, the energy and the passion that people have for uh, the fans have for your football. It's just a different feeling when not when you're like, in the stadium, it's and when you're watching the game as a fan, it's yeah, it's that you get that, but working it too, you still feel that. Exactly. All right. Well, that looks to be all the time we have today, but thank you, Ryan, for coming out of the podcast. I hope hopefully that those listening have been able to learn something and, you know, would be able to entertain by some of the, you know, your stories and stuff, but I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yep. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. <laughs>